Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You listen to the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm Mike Luke, fortunate enough to be joined by the director of strength and conditioning for Arizona football, a man that is a legend already in Tucson, but we figured we'd let him explain a little bit of himself. Tyler Owens. How you doing, coach? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Dude, not too bad. Not too bad. First, um, just tell the people a little bit about your background uh, before you got to Arizona, because it's a it's a heck of a background right there. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, I started, I played my, my, my football career at Alabama, the University of Alabama, and then um, and then I was on staff there when I when my career finished up for the next uh, six, six or so years, um, you know, as an assistant strength coach there under two different head guys, um, you know, fortunate to be a part of that, and then a lot of good, really good teams around a lot of really good players. Um, and, you know, got to experience five national championships and five SEC championships. And um, and then, you know, when Coach Fish got out to uh, Arizona in 2021, um, I was uh, fortunate enough to come be a part of this and uh, try to build a program out here. Did you always want to get into strength and conditioning post-football career? Um, I would say probably made the decision uh, pretty early on. Um, you know, uh, I, I played all three sports growing up, uh, football, basketball, and baseball. And then, you know, uh, when I dropped um, uh, basketball and baseball and really started focusing on football and started uh, somebody, you know, high school strength coaches, high school coaches, you know, showed you the importance of the weight room um, and you saw what it could do for your career and give me the opportunity to go continue playing at Alabama. Um, you know, it just it was something that, that I fell in love with and something that I wanted to do to be able to be a part uh, of, a, of a team. Um, for the rest of my life and being 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 in a locker room and be around the guys and those type of things so it was it was something that I figured out pretty early on and the more I went through my playing career and got to be around you know my head strength coach when I was a player um, and then when I first got into it um, you know it's been something that's just been um, something I've been really passionate about. All right, before we get to the ins and outs of Arizona what was it like playing and then uh, you know uh, uh, coaching under Let's be honest here, the greatest college football coach of all time in Nick Saban. Um, I would say it was an unbelievable experience. Um, you know, I'm fortunate to get to be a part of it. Um, you know, I just think the the, the lessons you learn that, that carry over to every aspect of your life, um, you know, that you can apply for, for the rest of your life, whether it be the attention to detail, um, having high expectations, um, you know, living, living up to the standard. Um, you know, all those things. I mean, just so many things that you get you get to learn and apply, not only to, you know, fortunately my job here um, and, the, and the program we're trying to build, but also just the life lessons I've I've learned to apply to my life to be better um, at who I am and the, and the things that I can try to implement and teach the, the guys on our football team and our program. Um, you know, I would say it's just um, 
an unbelievable experience. Um, you know, something that I'll cherish the rest of my life and, and things that I can definitely carry with me the rest of my life that I'll be able to apply um, no matter how long I'm in this field or how long I'm coaching. Uh, it's something I can always take with me. So how did that uh, how did that go with Jed Fish then when he you know reached out uh, obviously to give you a pretty a pretty a big time position right there how did that how did that all work? Um, yeah, so you know obviously uh, with everything it's all about relationships and you know fortunately for me I had a pretty good relationship with somebody he had worked with in the NFL um, who recommended me and you know once me and Coach Fish talked I, I would say one of the most special things that I would say is is, you know, me and Coach Fish didn't know each other. We had never worked with each other. Um, we had no previous relationship. And, you know, when we're talking about building a program and building a team, you know, for the very first time, I'm finishing his sentences and he's finishing mine. Right. Um, so you just talk about um, everything lining up and, and what you believe in and what you want to build and how you want to build it, what kind of team and program you want to build. Um, you know, we just we have great alignment, which I think is uh, very important when you try to build a program with the head coach and the head strength coach. And, you know, he's 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 believed in me every step of the way. He's given me everything I've needed in our weight room to be successful and help our players be successful. And just to have a coach's a head coach's support um, is the most critical thing. You know, everything starts from the top and to have his belief and support um, and him willing to do anything and everything to make sure we have all the tools and resources um, we need to help our players. I think that's the most important thing. And so that that's kind of the biggest thing for me. All right. So when uh, when Jetfish took over, there were a couple things that caught everybody's eye. First, um, at Arizona here, you know, some of the previous coaches, we had some pretty undersized offensive line, defensive lines. And he said, you know, uh, he said, if we're going to miss, we're going to miss with big kids right there. And on top of that, nobody's going to out recruit us so far. So good. What was your first mission when you came in here, though, when you're looking at the roster, when you're looking at what Jetfish's vision and what is Tyler Owens saying? This is what I got to get done. Yeah, I mean, I would uh, I would just start with, you know, building a foundation, um, laying out expectations of what we want to get done and how we want to accomplish it. Um, you know, um, so I would say that's how it begins is just laying a foundation of, of, of trying to be 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 brilliant at the basics and do everything at a high level, um, no matter what we're doing. Um, because if you look across college football, um, you know, everybody's doing similar things. Everybody's doing about the same program, you know, plus or minus. So really it's not about what you do so much, especially in this day and time. It's more about how you do it um, and and the mindset and the mentality you, you take when you go approach things. So I think number one is just laying that foundation, being clear about your expectations of what we want, what we're looking for, and how we want to accomplish it. And then each year just building on that and raising our expectations, raising our standard, and just trying to build a championship level program and team um, by how we do things. Um, you know, I think the, one of the biggest things that I can take from Alabama is, is the, the level of detail in every, every aspect of the program. Um, you know, so we got, we try to be great at the details, be, uh, be brilliant at the basics when we come in the weight room and always doing things with great intent and great purpose and, and, and trying to, and trying to demand the best out of these players. So is, is, is every weight program then, is it basically it's all uh, specific to that individual player as far as, you know, what you want to get out of their lifts, what you want to get out of all, all of that type of stuff? Yeah, so I would say, you know, like I said, we're fortunate. Um, Coach Fish is, is, has really given us a lot of resources and tools to be able to do a lot of things with our guys in the weight room. Um, so it starts with that. But, you know, when you look at the game of football, 
Um, you know, it's a contact collision sport. Um, you know, your O-line and D-line are in a street fight every play. Um, your skill guys, your running backs and your receivers and DBs are running. You know, they're high speed running every play. So, you know, that's how we build our program out. You know, we take into account what, what the game looks like, what they're asked to do, play in and play out. And we build our program from there. And then through a lot of our resources, whether it be elite form, 1080 sprint, 1080 Quantum, um, our force plates, our North Board, EMG, all the resources we're fortunate to have. Um, we go take deep dives in all in all aspects of those. We go take deep dives in all aspects of those. And then guys' weaknesses and flaws and things that they lack start showing up. And then we go attack those. Um, you know, the big thing that I tell our guys is, is we're going to turn over every stone. Uh, we don't want to guess with their career. We don't want to guess with their development. We want to know we're doing exactly what's necessary and what's needed to make sure that we develop them and do everything possible to make sure they're successful. Um, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry, coach. No, yeah, no, I'm mean, just, we want to do everything um, necessary to make sure that they have uh, success at the highest level. Um, and we don't want to look back when their three to five year career at Arizona ends and say, we wish we would have done more. We wish we would have done this or that. We want to try to turn over every stone and make sure we're giving them the best chance to succeed and be the best version of themselves. All right. You've been around, obviously, the best of the best when you were at Alabama. And I'll, I'll, the person that I wanted to ask you about first, and we get this all the time because he's such a unicorn here, is Big Jonah Savanea. When he stepped foot here and uh, Jed Fish said that he's rarely have ever seen a kid that age carry the weight that he does, the manner in which he is, how, how unique is he just from a strength physicality perspective, Coach? Um, I would say uh, unbelievable. But I would say more than that, um, who he is as a person. Um, is 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 one of the most impressive things. I mean, to come in as a freshman and to handle uh, being up, be, uh, starting, you know, twelve games, um, the attitude, the mindset that he shows up with every day, um, you know, the kind of person he is around his teammates, who he is in the locker room. I would say that's the most special thing about the kid. And then when you get to the, his athletic qualities. Um, yeah, I mean, he's super impressive, especially as a freshman. I mean, you talk about a guy that came in at 360, who's now who's now about 325 and has done nothing but trim body fat off, built muscle, is, is one of the strongest kids on our team um, and really one of the most athletic kids at 325 pounds. So um, he's a really impressive kid. Um, but I would definitely say, you know, some of his his best qualities are his attitude, his work ethic um, and who he is in the locker room and what kind of teammate he is. And that's what's most important as we try to build a program and a team is, is building it around kids like that who love to work, who love the process, who love who love and believe in Arizona and know what we're trying to get accomplished. So, you know, there's a lot of special things about that kid and what he's done for our team and our program so far. How does, how does it work then from a workout perspective then if you're playing guard as opposed to possibly playing tackle, do you switch things up as far as your workouts go? Do you basically keep it the same? How does that go? Um, I would say it's similar. I would say it's similar um, because, um, you know, the, the demands are, are pretty similar. But I would say what, what happens is, is uh, Jonah's individual needs um, get attacked more so than 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 uh, huge programmatic changes from a tackle to a guard. Mm -hmm. I would say there's uh, certain things that um, that we'll do with him individually um, that are that are going to be more specific than just necessarily from a guard to a tackle. Obviously, a tackle needs to be a little bit more athletic, um, maybe a little bit lighter. Got to got to block um, a little bit more athletic guys on the edge and on the perimeter. 
Um, but, you know, I think that just comes down to some of the things that we're trying to do with him um, individ- individually to help him be, be great at that. From your perspective, when you're when a kid comes in, do you like do you like I mean, obviously you like working with all the kids, but when a guy comes in, do you like working with the one that's already kind of the specimen or the one that's also kind of the blank canvas that you can mold and you can say when he walks out of here, here's your before picture, here's your after picture. Um, I would say each each situation is unique. Um, you know, you're always trying to you're always trying to develop everybody to reach their maximal potential. Um, you know, that's what we tell them all the time. Like every single person that walks in the door, at the end of the day, you all have different potentials um, and your genetic ceiling um, is all different depending on who you are. Um, so I'd say each individual case um, is, 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 is unique and we try to maximize each one. Um, so, I mean, I would say like, yeah, there's it certainly is fun with guys that have a high genetic ceiling. Um, but it's also it's also awesome to see um, maybe some of your uh, less lesser guy less less lesser guys come in and work and and exceed what what you ever thought they could be. Um, so you know I would say they're all unique challenges um, and they're all fun because they're all so different in their own way um, and they're all a challenge. Um, every year I feel like I learn something new. Every year I feel like um, there's a new challenge. There's a new there's a new thing that we gotta that we gotta figure out how to get accomplished, how to how to reach and push somebody to the best they can be, and so I would say they're all unique challenges and they're all fun and challenging in their own way, um, but it's certainly cool to see some of your um, you know lesser guys um, go go farther or more than you thought they, they or expected that they would be, and then also see some of your um, you know. Um, higher level guys reach everything that they accomplish um, because not every does, right? Not everybody does, right? Like you've seen, you've heard of a plenty of stories where guys that, you know, are super talented or whatever, and then, you know, they don't make it. So I would say just seeing those guys that do have the abilities come in and make it and achieve and accomplish their goals. But then also some of those lower level guys come in and, 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 and surpass the goals that you had, that you had expected for how impressed are you by the progress that a guy like Wendell Moe made from when he came in to where he is now and to where he's going to be basically a linchpin on that offensive line? Yeah, I mean, he's another kid that is just, um, you know, super high character kid, really, really solid kid. And a, another guy that just, you know, is a great teammate. Um, our offensive line room is just a bunch of really, really solid guys that just love him, believe in the work. And I think that's where it starts most importantly is guys that just just are willing to put in the work and the and the time to become to become the best version of themselves. And so, you know, it's I think it's super exciting with that kid again because I think you see um, just in a short time period of what he could accomplish, um, knowing that we didn't even have him for a full offseason last right. year. So being able to have him for an entire offseason and um, and then roll him out there for year two after gaining some experience as a freshman late in the year, um, I think that's super exciting. So, you know, I think, again, we have a lot of young guys um, that, that we're trying to build a program around, and I think he's another one that kind of the, the sky's the limit in terms of what he's capable of if he continues to put in the work and, and believe in and trust in the process that we have laid out for him um, just because of his abilities and what kind of kid he is and the character he has. How does it work out? Obviously, Arizona's got one of the best wide receiver rooms in the entire country. I mean, you see that up close each oh, yeah. day. What is the how is it different when you got two guys that are all American type candidates and Jacob Cowing and a T-Mac, but they're both built, obviously, much different, different skill sets. How how do those workouts differ, if at all? 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, I would say for sure. Um, but it all comes back to what each guy's individual weaknesses are. Right. Um, and, you know, T-Mac, at his, his long speed – um, wasn't at an elite level last year, you know, coming in as a young freshman, hadn't trained a lot coming out of high school, um, you know, played beach volleyball, did a lot of things. Um, but overall, his top end long speed wasn't at an elite level. And I would say the kind of work he put in this spring um, and this offseason so far, he's taken that to another level. So that's going to that was a focus for him is like individually, what do you need to be? What do you need to do to be an elite receiver on the perimeter? And he knew and we all knew that the number one priority for that kid is top end long speed. Um, And, you know, so that's been his focus and that'll continue to be his focus as we go through the rest of this offseason. And then you look at a guy like Jacob Cowling, who does a lot of things at a high level, who's a more veteran guy. Um, who has probably a little bit less weaknesses and flaws in his game. Um, his is more just about building body armor and building durability as being a smaller slot, undersized guy. So his his whole focus is on how can he uh, put on body armor, how can he build some a, a little bit more strength and capacity to be able to handle some of those hard hits coming across the middle, to be able to handle um, you know some hits from linebackers running downhill at him. So his number one focus – is 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 getting a little extra body armor on but putting a little extra size on um so i would say it just becomes individually what is their weaknesses and flaw in their game based upon what we're seeing and based upon all the resources we have and then and then we go attack it and you know both guys have done a great job in that you know jacob cowling's going to show up this season weighing 175 T-Max already running over 20, close to 21 miles an hour when last year he was he was barely touching 19. So right. he's already running a mile and a half faster. Um, and it's just a credit to the type of work he's put in um, and him knowing and understanding exactly what it is he needs to do to improve. Um, so we're, we're fortunate to have the resources we have so that each guy can know exactly what it is they need to work on every time they step in the weight room. When you get a guy like Speedy Luke that comes in that obviously relies on a lot of shiftiness, is kind of a smaller guy, do you look at like the body frame and say this is probably your ideal weight? Is this something that you kind of, you know, take it as you see month by month by month? How does that work when you're dealing with a guy like that? Yeah, so one thing I haven't covered is is like we have a whole high performance staff. So you have my staff who's all incredible at what they do. Um you have uh Kevin um, our head athletic trainer, um, and Paul, who's who, who does a phenomenal job at what they do, and they're a huge part of our team. Um, and then you have Miranda, who just joined us here here in January, um, who's also incredible at what she does. And then, you know, our sports psychologist, Dr. Webb, and her staff, who are also incredible at what they do. So we have a whole team of high-performance staff who meet weekly. And a, part, a piece of that is, yeah, we do frame measurements, we do DEXs, we do BOD pods, we do the full, the full workup on on every single one of our guys. Um, and a, like I said, a part of that is the frame measurement. So we're able to know exactly what each guy's frame can hold and, um, and what that looks like for each guy individually on our team. And then they, we all sit down together and come up with a plan, whether it be Speedy Luke, Jacob Cowling, or any guy on our roster, and figure out ways of how we can get them there and what we need to do to get each guy there. And Speedy Luke is just a part of that plan. So, he, you know, he comes in, we do a DEXA, we look at his bone mass. We look at all things, every detail of it. Then he runs through a frame workout with Miranda and, and her staff. And then we sit down and meet on how we can get him and maximize him to 
um, that frame that we want him at, that he needs to be at to play at a high level and stay safe and, and, and play, play at a high level. All right. Uh, two more questions and we'll let you go. And again, obviously really appreciate your time. Um, Jordan Morgan, one of the reasons that he said when he came back after obviously dealing with the knee injuries, he said that they got, I've got a strength and conditioning and a rehabilitation staff here that is second to none. That had to feel pretty good, coach. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it's always it's always great uh, to hear to hear your players say that, because um, like I said, we're always trying to do everything we can to maximize them and bring out the best in them. So um, it's certainly, uh, you know, greatly appreciated. Um, you know, obviously, unfortunate what happened to the kid, uh, but we're going to do everything we can to get him back at um, playing at a high level. Um, obviously, a kid that's super talented and, and has uh, has great ability. All right. And this is just kind of a nerdy question I've always felt. Are there better athletes in the world than uh, cornerbacks? And the only reason I ask that, and then I'm obviously going to let the expert talk on that, is because you literally have to have everything. You've got to have quick twitch. You've got to have long. You've got to uh, you got to be strong. You've got to have verticality, reaction, everything. Is it, Are there better athletes than cornerbacks? <laughs> well, it depends on who you ask. Uh, I'm asking yeah. you. You you ask our O linemen, they're going to come tell you they're the best because they got to they got to they got to be be able to back up and block super right. athletic guys that are big and strong and powerful running right at them, and then you ask our DBs the same thing. So, right. um, you know, I would definitely say that you know your DBs are elite um, elite athletes. There's no doubt about it because they have to be able to run, they have to be able to backpedal, they have to be able to change directions. Um, they have to be able to jump. You know, I would say it's a super, super difficult position. And the first time they make a mistake, it gets exposed. Um, so I would, I would definitely have to agree. They're, they're up there for some of the most athletic kids you'll see, um, especially what they're asked to do and what they have to do on a day-to-day basis. How do you work with them as far as like, you know, flipping their hips and being able to, because again, the, the amount of the back, as you know, better than anybody, the back pedal that goes into that being able to redirect is something when you watch it up close, just as a fan is insane to watch. Yeah. I mean, uh, obviously our DBs have to have to be fluid and uh, mobile through the hips. I mean, and really anything in football, it all start well, it starts from the ground up. You know, it starts with your footwork. It starts with your foot placement. Then, obviously, working your way up. Um, but another uh, critical aspect in football is just hips. You know, how strong and powerful are your hips? That's what helps eliminate injuries. Um, and then, obviously, from an athletic standpoint, you know, um, how mobile and fluid are you in your hips? So we do a lot, a significant amount of, of of work on attacking the hips so that they're more mobile, that they're they're able to change directions quicker, um, that they're able to drop and and, re- and decelerate and reaccelerate. Um, so you know, I would say it's definitely a point of emphasis across our program in general, but especially specifically with our uh, defensive backs, um, who that's critical to their success, play in and play out. Coach Tyler Owens, uh, Arizona football, head of strength and conditioning. Can't thank you enough for your time, Coach. And, again, just want to tell you that uh, it's been a while since Arizona football has had a real big-time feel to it. Under Fish and under guys like you, it's really got that, and the community definitely uh, definitely thanks you, man. Well, I appreciate it, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm honored and fired up to be a part of this program and this team, and I think this is just the beginning of what we're trying to do here and get accomplished, so I'm excited for what's to come, and I'm excited for this season. I think going into year three, we have a chance to be really, really special with uh, nine of our 11 coming back on offense and a lot of key pieces uh, brought in for, for our defense, and, you know, I think it's going to be a really exciting year, and I hope um, I hope the city of Tucson shows up ready uh ready to kick this thing off come um, 
the time NAU rolls in here. So I'm excited, and um, it's, it's 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 exciting times in Tucson. Right. He's the great Tyler Owens again, Coach. Really appreciate your time, my man, and we'll be in touch. Awesome. I appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, thanks again. Tyler Owens right there, head strength and conditioning coach for the University of Arizona football team. All right, I got a lot of thoughts that we got to get to here in just a minute here because there are a bunch of different things because, again, first, got to pay the bills, bet MGM. All right, I'm betting on the University of Arizona Wildcats here. If you're back in the A, heck, we even have Cal- we even have Oregon State people in here back in the A. I see you, Clint Moses. All right, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live. But for our Arizona audience, you will get up to $100 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. Again, we tried telling all of you last year that Arizona was going to uh, that Arizona was a little um, under the radar when it came to uh, betting, and it was two and a half was way too low. It was terribly low. Now uh, get on there again. Check out BetMGM. Now let's hear the sh- uh, Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. All right. All of you on here, you all back the A, obviously. And so you've seen and you've probably been watching Arizona football for quite a while. And you know that uh, over the years, um, Arizona, yes, like with Rich Rod, there were good teams, but it always felt like you were having to scheme because you weren't big enough or you weren't athletic enough, whatever the case may be. Jed Fish came in and he said, no more of that. He said, we will be. I mean, he didn't say that. That's me speaking for him, obviously. But he said, we're going to be big. We're going to be big up front, and if we're going to miss, we're going to miss big, and we're going to have the best training uh, staff that we can have. And that's exactly – you saw it right there with Tyler Owens. And that's a guy, too, that you just watch him, and you can see that he – he gets it from a variety of different angles. First of all, with his background, he knows what greatness looks like. And I'm a big believer in that. When you're at Alabama and you're uh, you're playing under the GOAT, Nick Saban, and you're uh, the strength and conditioning, you see up front what greatness is supposed to look like. And so coming in here – He's looking at the Arizona roster and he knows that, you know, I mean, we can all be honest here. This isn't Alabama, but you know that their template is in place. We know what we have to do. And you look at the attention to detail that this staff has. That's what has impressed me from day one, like especially, too, when he was talking about Speedy Luke and all the players. They go through a bone density test. They go through a bunch of stuff I've never even heard of, which is good. Um, whereas you always got the sense kind of with some previous staffs, all right, go hit the weight room for a little bit. And then, you know, we'll see you out on the field. Everything with this staff is attention to detail. And what was also really great about it too, is when he started talking about big Jonah Sabanea, obviously anybody that's seen Jonah up close knows that he's the type of dude that looks like he belongs at Alabama. He is just a total unicorn when it comes to that. He doesn't look like he should be here. Um, but that's the new era of Jed Fish right there. And then you look at what he was able to do, and he talked about it. Jonah came in at about 360 pounds. He's cut that weight. He's gotten stronger, and a lot of that is because of the training staff, obviously. And you've got a lot to work with, obviously, 
Um, a big, just very, very impressive stuff right there. And then you look at it on the field and how it's going to translate. I thought what was really interesting was how he broke down the entire wide receiver uh, situation. And we're going to talk about that in just a second. Now, you might say, Mike, does he work with the Four Peaks, the U of A uh, basketball players? No, he doesn't. But he works with high-level athletes. Maybe we go with the linemen as a peak movement as well. See what I did there? But what you should do is check out Four Peaks Brew uh, or at uh, Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest on Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or up uh, to drink of Four Peaks. Please drink responsibly. Again, the official brew of PHNX Sports. And you can get them at the Tap and Bottle Watch Parties. Tap and Bottle. We're going to have them again for football coming up shortly and basketball as well. We've had a lot of guests come in there. Love seeing all of you there as well. Kobe Thiel, I see you right there. Kobe Thiel has been to a number of these. You could meet Kobe Thiel. So again, check it out. Tap and bottle. Again, the salt of the earth people and Scott and Rebecca right there. What was fascinating to me too is about how he talked about how guys have different, you, you attack your weaknesses. Because I think everybody knows this. When you're growing up, you generally just want to work on your strengths. I think about it, you know, like when I was in high school, granted, you know, not uh, not exactly a place like Servite or Modern Day, but it's Saguaro. The strong kids, the guys that were good at bench pressing, they wanted to bench press every day. But if they had chicken legs, they probably didn't want to hit the squat rack or they probably didn't want to hit the calf extensions, whatever the case may be. Once you get to big time college football, you're starting you have to start working on the squat rack because everybody has that exact kind of strength that goes with it the strength the dexterity the fluidity all of that stuff um and arizona football has done that to a t like you said you know when guys come in we figure out what they are really good at and what they need to work on and you'll get t-mac for example t-mac comes in and he's a you know he's running 19 miles per hour which sounds fantastic for me I mean, I would take that. But when you want to be a top end speed guy, when you want to be a wide receiver in the NFL, you got to have that next level to you right there. And going from 19 to 21, that's some pretty impressive stuff right there. And it just goes to show you, too, that Arizona, again, no, however good this team is going to be is they're not leaving anything in the training. Uh, they're not leaving anything out there. They are going to go with what they can do. And again, that's all you can really ask for as a fan. And you you see a staff here that is built, that is bought in. And I'm just going to keep going back to that. And uh, that we've seen staffs that haven't bought in or guys who really didn't want to be here or, you know, whatever the case may be. Jed Fish, everything he said has turned out to be true. Just think about it for a second. He said that nobody will outwork us on the recruiting trail. Check that uh, if we're going to miss, we're going to miss big. Check that uh, we will get better each year. You've gone from one win to five wins. I think Arizona's going to get seven wins this season. Again, check that out on BetMGM. So after a while, it's not just empty promises because we've seen empty promises around here before. And Jed Fish has done what he said he was going to do, and I think that's something that uh, we can't take lightly around here. All right, one other thing that's also taken uh, not to take lightly is Mountain Mike's Pizza. Again, I'm not Mountain Mike. But that does sound like an offensive lineman right there. Mountain Mike. Check out Mountain Mike's Pizza. All kinds of good stuff going on right there. Head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa Chandler or Tucson locations to get your next order. Reminder, new diehards get $50 voucher upon signing up. Mountain Mike's Pizza, again, they're also in Sacramento. That's how cool they are. 
uh, that's, you know, I mean, that kind of speaks for itself right there. So check it out, Mountain Mike's Pizza. And one other one, and then we're going to get back to football right here, Fubo TV. All right. Now, you can watch the Wildcats with Fubo TV. You can use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, news, you name it. Events coming up. Uh, NBA Finals on ABC, Fubo TV is here for you. All right, now some of the comments right here, and again, sorry guys, when I'm having when we're doing an interview, it's kind of hard to get to some of them. But uh, Rich Carrillo right here says, "Is money in the bank class personified amount of eligibility?" But right, exactly. You want a strength and conditioning coach that you want to go to battle, that you want to go to war with, that uh, is going to put you in the right position to succeed, and. T.O. does exactly that. Um, and that's why I think as long as uh, U of A is here, or U of A is here, as long as Jed Fish is here, he's going to be bringing in players. He's going to be bringing in guys who are big, who kind of fit that build. And that's why it's uh, fun for me to be able to just see what they are and what you can imagine them looking like because you got somebody like Tyler Owens in there that you know is going to take care of them. Also, Clint Moses, back lié. I will, I'm going I'm to give a little bit of a mea culpa to Oregon State fans right here. You guys will like this. Even though I don't want to be in the same conference as uh, the Pac-12 and you guys do, i got to give you guys a lot of credit. There's a lot more of you out there than I actually thought there were, and you definitely back your beavers right there. We back the A around here so we have a different uh, mindset, but i got to give you guys a lot of credit. You're everywhere, and there's definitely a lot more Oregon State fans than, uh, than I thought. Now, when it comes to Arizona football – Again, I'm going seven wins. I'm laying down the gauntlet right there. Seven wins. I believe that in year three, Jed Fish has gone from one win to five wins to seven wins. I believe that Arizona is going bowling. That's how uh, that's how excited I am about this team. Get your tickets right now because, again, these things are going to go like hotcakes, kind of like pins and aces. Now, I generally don't look cool, but if I do want to look cool, you know what I'm going to rock? Some pins and aces. Um, on the golf course, you could always use them, or you could look like Jacob Franklin. Check out pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com, the official golf partner of PHNX and All City. Check out Big Drive Energy where uh, when you get your podcast for more pins and aces information. All right, going to sign off here. Wanted to nerd out a lot of uh, uh, strength and athleticism. Got Shear coming back on tomorrow. We're going to talk more conference realignment, basketball, football, get his reaction to what T.O. had to say. But as always, appreciate you guys all hopping in here early with me. We'll be back at our normal time tomorrow at 1230. Appreciate all the comments to Coach Tyler Owens, Jeff Bo, Matt Ensor. You guys are all the best. Jacob Franklin behind the scenes, who we never see. You're the best as well. We'll be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.